Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He will be live at the draft tomorrow. He is uh, live with us right now from New York. It's uh, David Locke, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski dropped the Woj bomb just a few moments ago as uh, George Hill on his way to Utah, part of a three-team trade. David, uh, you know, if you, uh, you, you sent out the tweet, this is something that may have been brewing for a while now, and uh, George Hill has been a, a guy that I think has been highly thought of in this uh, organization for quite some time. Well, first question, can I come home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you might as well, but yeah. <laughs> might as well. Yeah, hey, the action, the action, the action's here, David. Yeah, I don't true. know what you're doing there. Yeah, it's all back here now. So, uh. <laughs> hey, never, never, never. I'm glad that no organization spent as much money so I could go to New York and for three second round draft picks. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, here's the other thing, David. It's not just that. I, yesterday, I went through three of your breakdowns. Your, you, you know, your in detail breakdowns of players. You spent a lot of time trying to figure out number twelve best fits, and there goes the number twelve pick. But I go back if you go to twelve eighty the zone, or you go to my locked on jazz, and you listen to my interview with DJ and PK as I was driving to the airport, and they said, "Who do you like?" and I said, "Nobody." Yeah. Right. I just. I, so you know who I like? I liked George Hill and I liked Drew Holiday, and they were the two guards that I thought could become available in the NBA who were big enough that they, they serve two purposes. And these and this, I, I don't care about the draft. I didn't care about anything else. There, there was one priority that the Jazz had to take care of as an organization this off season. And that was they had to give Dante Exum a soft landing, and they had to address the point guard situation so that Shelvin Mack was not your starting point guard at points next season. Nothing at Shelvin Mack. He's just not a starting yeah. point guard in the NBA. That's a great point. And the, the fact is that they paid a hefty price on this. The 12th pick is a, is a valuable, valuable piece for this organization with the salary cap and where it's going. But at some point along the way, you have to look at the situation you're in. And the analogy I could give is, let's say that I came to New York and forgot a dress shirt. Okay. And I'm going to the NBA draft and I go in and I've got to go buy a dress shirt in New York. Well, it's going to cost me an awful lot, but I can't go to the NBA draft without a shirt. At some point, we had to just address the fact that Dante Exum, who is an incredible, important piece to our future, tore his ACL. It sucks. It's jacked up everything we had planned. But it's the reality now. We need to have a shirt. And we need to make sure that, that we address that. And we've had two opportunities to address it. No more. One was at the trade deadline. They got Shelvin Mack to add something, and now they've added George Hill. It doesn't mean that Dante's not a part of the future or that Dante's still not very important to the organization, but you couldn't ask Dante Exum, and maybe more importantly, you couldn't ask the rest of the team to go into the season 
with Dante Exum as your starting point guard, coming off an ACL, having played one season of basketball in the last three years, and be prepared to carry a playoff team. It wasn't fair to Gordon, Rodney, Rudy, Derek, or Dante. David, this is the answer. Uh, David, I, I love the breakdown of, of how that affects current roster and current lineup. Uh, now, give the Jazz fans a really great in-depth breakdown of what they're getting with George Hill. So George Hill is a veteran, probably 30-year-old uh, point guard. He is big and long, six foot six, maybe. Uh, he is, would be able to play next to Dante when if Dante comes back faster than we expect and is able to play 30 minutes a night. Uh, at some point, he could play with him. Actually, 6'3", with a 6'3", length, I think, is a better way to say it. Um, he's not 6'6". Six, six. He's 6'6", six, six wingspan, I think. So he's got that long wingspan. He's a defensive, uh, elite defensive player. He's been part of those great defensive teams. Uh, he is a career 38% three-point shooter who was better last year at about 41, has been a little bit better in the last few years. He's a, he's a high-volume three-point shooter. He uh, takes about 35 36% of his shots as three-point shots. Uh, very efficient offensive player. For those who follow my stuff, he's a very high-pack player. Um, he is a tough-minded veteran with probably double the playoff experience of our entire roster. 70, 75 what, games in the playoffs. How many? 75. Well, that would probably double our roster. Yep. Um, so he brings experience from being with two winning teams. He brings length. He, he can play a little one, a little two. Uh, he compliments Rodney and Gordon beautifully, and he can play alongside Dante. It is, I mean, I, I, and, you know, anybody who says, well, he's just the radio voice of the jazz, you just haven't listened to me. I mean, I've been talking about this guy for a long time. This is, this to me is, it's a, it's a hefty price to pay the 12th pick of the draft, but this, this is what you pay the hefty price for is, uh, someone like this who you can bring. He's got one year left on his contract with an incredibly reasonable number, and you hope that he decides at 31 years old he wants to be part of this group and likes it and wants to stick around. And if not, you've you've paid the price for uh, a hefty price for a draft pick for one year, but it's what the organization had to do. It's, I, I really think the analogy, if it made sense, is they, just, they couldn't go shirtless. They had to do something. Radio voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, joins us here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerrard. Um, are there, do you anticipate that there are other pieces of this? And, and I'm not keeping a close eye on Twitter while we're talking right now, but are there, do you anticipate that there's other pieces of this outside of the number 12? I honestly have no idea. I mean, we have 500 point guards. I got I a know. text from one of my, I, have one, I got a text from one of my guys in the league who said that um, we now lead the league in guards. That's true. Uh, l- let me let me phrase it this way, David. W- what what wouldn't you be willing, or or what would cause you to think, "Ooh, this isn't this isn't as good." I mean, is is there a piece that might be involved that is is going to force Jazz fans to question uh, how good a, a, a move this was for the Jazz? No, I mean, I think the risk is just that George Hill leaves at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but. So that's the risk. I mean, you have to pay a price. This is you have to pay a price to get things in this league. So that's the price you paid. But now let's say that let's go best case scenario. Dante Exum comes through and 
and in February, March, and April, Dante's really, really good. Um, well, then maybe George Hill reads the tea leaves and says, well, I'm not going to play much more than 15 minutes a night on this team, so I'm going somewhere else. Okay, then that's, the, then that's a risk um, for the Jazz. Um, the, the second, uh, you know, but that, that's a good scenario risk, right? Let's go back, worst case scenario. Dante doesn't come back from the knee. He doesn't have his explosion. He doesn't look right. Well, then we go make a really strong effort to re-sign George Hill. Right? Mm-hmm. And he becomes your 31-year-old veteran point guard that leads you. But, we, you know, what did this team need? It needed depth. Let's just, I mean, let's just walk through it. So it needed, it needed some solidified a point guard position. It needed depth. And Hans, you and I have talked about this a lot. I prefer depth top-down rather than bottom-up. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay, well, this is top-down depth. It needed veteran presence to play better in close games. Checkmark, checkmark, checkmark. You don't yeah. checkmark three things without paying something. And that's my this thought. Is, that, that's this, to, that, is what, this is what you paid. That, I mean, but the 12 picks, 12, picks, 12 picks a cost. A lot of people... A lot of people in this league would not have traded oh, the 12th on. pick for a play with is a one-year contract. It, but, but hold on, David. Is it this year, though? Because you just told us that you really you, you did a lot of breakdowns. You didn't come across a guy. So I, I get the 12th pick is, and, and it can be great at times, but it just seems like the 12th pick wasn't as valuable this year. This is a great time to pull the trigger on this, is it not? Um, I think it's fabulous. And I don't think the 12th pick is – um, I don't think we're getting Trey Lyles with the 12th pick this year. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I think I think we were taking Jakob Pertle or Fork or uh, Furkan Cork uh, Mods so that I could coast to Kufa sit all night. Um, that was supposed to be funny, yeah. uh, but I think we would I think we would have taken one of those guys. So is this better? Yeah, I think it is. By the way, George Hill apparently was uh, in Utah about a month ago. Helping out at the, the Lone Peak, Lone Peak camp, High School camp, yeah. Um, wow, interesting. Yeah, no, I'm so hopefully he liked it while he's here. There I, you go. I, I, I'm almost afraid to make the comparisons and kind of the the relation here in fear of making a mistake, but uh, some comparisons and some back and forth with Paul George and Gordon Hayward. Obviously, Gordon Hayward, an Indiana resident. There's got to be some connections and maybe some friendship there. But also, watching George Hill facilitate Paul George all these years, it's got to give Jazz fans hope that this instantly makes Gordon Hayward better. Well, I think it does just because he's, a, he's an offensive threat. I mean, I, I, don't want to pile, I don't want to pile on any of our guys, but you know, if we were to go take a few moments and really be honest about what we've been doing with the point guard position for the last few years, um, it's been pretty desperate. And Gordon Hayward has basically been our point guard. You know, I'm not sure that any of the guys that we had play point guard this last year would have been, Sheldon turned out to play pretty well, but would have been rotation players on any team in the NBA other than Philadelphia. And Quinn Snyder found a way to make it work. What's it? Um, that's, pre- that's pretty awesome. By the way, George Hill wingspan I miss, is 6'9". Wow. So George Hill wingspan is six nine. I mean, he's an elite defensive player in the NBA, and so we now have George Hill wingspan six nine, 
Dante Axum wingspan six nine and a half. Rodney Hood, Gordon Hayward, and and Alec Burks. By the way, we didn't give up Alec Burks. No, unless unless we did, I don't think we did. But um, right, that's pretty impressive. You didn't give up Alec Burks, but you can cover. You're now. You can now. That that's a, you. You're suddenly covering your. I can't do the math. Forty eight times three. Um, hundred and something, hundred and thirty something minutes, very easily with those five guys. Right, George Hill, Rodney Hood, Gordon Hayward, Alec Burks, Dante Exum, are now your five wings. Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert, Trey Lyles, and hopefully a shooting five are your. Are your, is your next group? Yeah, you're not gonna. Right, you're good. This team's you're really, really good. This team's good, right? Yep. You're really good. And if Dante turns out, and it's no different than ever before, if Dante turns out to be, um, you know, if Dante turns out to be what we hope he can be, then you're really, really good. David, I want to throw this question at you coming in from a listener, and uh, he wants to get your thoughts and try to understand better. He basically sent me Max Shelvin Max stats, and then sent me George Hill's stats, and then said, "Why make the trade? Mac is a fine backup, and he wants to know why make this trade when oh, when man. when Max line is better." I thought it'd be better if I just let you explain that. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'll just say that you could ask thirty general managers, thirty assistant general managers in the league, uh, and all sixty of them would take George Hill over Shelvin Mac. Um, they're not similar players. Um, Sheldon Mack, I mean, like, okay, let's let's say Sheldon Mack's guarantee day, I think, is like July 5th or 6th. We may keep him. Yeah, it's about $2.8 million. Um, well, well, I mean, I think, we, I mean, Sheldon, now all of a sudden, you've got a really good starting point guard as above average as George Hill. You've got Dante Exum, and, if, and you have Sheldon Mack. That's great. I mean, the guy who may be the odd man out here, maybe how will Neto a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at numbers wise, if you feel like they're fairly even, Neto's only going to cost you about you know nine hundred grand next year. Right. But you know, I mean, if two point eight million dollars for Shelvin Mack to be your third point guard, that's that's not a bad deal. Right. I mean, Atlanta. That's what Atlanta signed him to be: is security in a very similar circumstance. In that, and also let's you know let's Shelvin Mack may be the backup point guard a year from now if George Hill leaves, if Dante Exum's ready to go. See that's a good point. Now we're looking at next year instead of uh, the year after, instead of just this year. That's that. That's yeah, a good I mean, point. I, there's, there's just there's so many good things about this. There, there's a you, you paid a you paid a price, which is a 12th pick on a not very good draft. Don't, but don't pretend that you didn't give up anything. Like I, I know that's what everybody. Wants. No, we, we that's and you and there's a risk that you gave up a 12th pick of a draft for a player who leaves in a year. That's that's a substantial. Like that took, I'll bet you Dennis Lindsay had consternation about that. Um, but they, uh, but this is, you know, this is a, this is really a, this is quite a pickup. And, you know, really, if we get to the best part about it, until we sign Solomon Hill, then it, we, it's the first time we've acquired a player in a long time where we didn't already have his name on the roster. And I'm thankful for that. Uh, you'll be live in New York. You may have a little bit more time on your hands. So, uh, 
Can I check flights tomorrow? Hey, uh, you may need to talk to somebody else about that. I love having you out there. So uh, I don't know. You know, well, I will still try. I just interviewed a ton of players, um, and I will still edit them and put them up on Locked On Jazz and Locked On NBA for everybody. Um, and we'll, you know, and I'm available all day long. So, and I think I'm jumping on a five with the guys. So, you know, we'll, there'll still be a lot of coverage. It just might be here. And also, um, I'll try to do my best tomorrow to interview. I mean, you know, Mark Spears is here. Michael Lee is here. Adrian here. Zach's here. Um, so I'll try to do my best to piece together a bunch of interviews with, uh, people about this deal. But I think universally, uh, this will be thought of as a huge win by the Utah Jazz. All right, David, we appreciate it. Uh, we may even chime in with you again before the end of the show because I think there's a lot of moving parts here. So uh, hang tight, and uh, thanks for your help. Yep. We appreciate it. No problem. I'm around. See you.